0: Hey everybody, it's Christopher here. Um, I'm just dropping in to let you know that while Pieces of a Woman did come out this past weekend on Netflix for all you fine listeners... Um, for us, me and Steven, um, we actually watched it and recorded the episode last year during the 2020 Toronto International Film Festival. That is, of course, before the news of FKA Twigs' lawsuit against Shia LaBeouf. Um, so this recording has no mention of that and uh, doesn't have the knowledge or the context for the, that news coming out. Um, so we're not going to mention it and just wanted to let you know that it's not a oversight. Um, it's just... We recorded this in the past, so here's the episode um, in its entirety as it was recorded then, and I hope you enjoy. Bye. Our screens may be
1: all different sizes this year, but our films will have the same sized impact. They'll shake you, move you, and refuse to leave you. Mark our words. Groundbreaking stories are very much to be
0: continued hello everybody and welcome to the sport the warning podcast this is our 2020 toronto international film festival review of pieces of a woman i'm christopher schnazy
1: and i'm stephen miller
0: and if you're joining us for the first time the spoiler warning podcast is a weekly film review program each week in the show we're going to dive in debate discuss and argue over the latest films coming to a streaming platform near you except for this week uh, where we are talking about all the things that we caught at the 20. 20- uh, twenty twenty Toronto International Film Festival. Um, this is our penultimate episode here from this mm-hmm. festival. Um, Pieces of a Woman. Stephen, what did you know about this before we got started?
1: I uh, not the big ticket item. <laughs> 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 Nothing <laughs> about the plot. Um, I knew the cast. That was that was basically it. I I knew yeah. the cast of this movie, and I. I saw Vanessa Kirby, Shia LaBeouf, Ellen Burstyn, Benny Safdie. I'm like, all right, I'm definitely getting a ticket to this movie, whatever it is, just to yeah. just to see what it is. And then I heard, I heard when the movie premiered, people talking about a long take early in the movie. So I, I knew that there was a long take at some point in this film, and that's about it. Oh, I also knew Vanessa Kirby was getting some buzz out of Venice for her performance, but that was like way after I bought the ticket yeah what What about you did you read the synopsis for any like i realized i didn't read any synopses before i watched these movies even though i like bookmarked the page and put them in my calendar and i so joanna would be able to read the synopsis
0: and know if she wanted to join me
1: but i yeah, was like I i'm already in it why would i ruin anything
0: yeah that's the same thing as i i didn't read anything um the the first one where there was potential for jamie to join me i I started reading the synopsis and I'm like, oh, she's not going to be interested in this movie. It was for another (laughs) round. Um, Mm. (laughs) Also, the way that synopsis I think every
1: teacher should watch another round.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But the weird thing about the uh, another round synopsis is it's not like the basic plot is these guys decide they want to stay partially drunk all day to see if it makes them better teachers the synopsis is like so there's this one guy and he doesn't drink so much but then he goes to dinner with his friends and then the friends are like hey you should drink and he's like i don't want to drink but then he begrudgingly decides he's going to like it was the weirdest synopsis <laughs> like I've like a four-year-old telling a story <laughs> yeah. i basically bailed out of it part way through and was like Oh, okay i got the information i need out of it i don't i don't need mm-hmm. to continue on this uh luckily the movie was great <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Synopsis bad movie. Great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I didn't know anything about this uh, other than like seeing the image and be like Vanessa Kirby, Shia LaBeouf, I'm in. And then I think you had yeah. mentioned Benny Safdie. Um, I think you had maybe sent me a screenshot of just like the names portion of the description, maybe. Probably, yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm in, but I still hadn't even like consumed its existence outside. Like I didn't even hear the buzz out of Venice or anything like that. So, um, So, yeah, we're going to find out what we thought of this film, though. I wanted to stay at home. She sounds really good. Hi, baby. I wanted the baby to decide when she wanted to come.
1: My daughter came into this world.
0: for the time that she did.
1: And I can't bring her back. Are between us.
0: Martha, is that you? How are you? Between us. In 60 to 70% of these cases, we rarely find a satisfactory explanation.
1: There is something
0: between us. Certain things medically we just don't have answers for.
1: To dream of Very sorry for your loss. Thank you. Why can I wake without you always? How is
0: Martha? Martha's fine. She's always fine. I'm Have you decided to go to the trial? That's the right thing to do, honey. Because you say it is. She has to pay for her incompetence. We need some justice here. No, you need. Why are you trying to disappear my kid? Because we don't have a kid. To face I this. am facing this. I am facing it! I am facing this! Who cares about what they think? This is about me. This is about my life. This is me. Between. Uh you know I'm just going to read the description from IMDb. Uh, a grieving woman embarks on an emotional journey after eh, I'll leave that part off. <laughs> 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 I don't I don't know how much of this is uh spo- I uh,
1: We we have to at least talk about the basic premise. We have to be able to talk about the first 30 minutes of this movie I feel like.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. So it's it's embarks on an emotional journey after the loss of her baby. Um so that is the basic plot of what we're watching here um it's uh you could call that you could, you could rename this movie baby story <laughs> 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 um but uh steven miller why don't you let us know what you thought of this film
1: uh this was a movie that started at like an easy four stars for me just it it opens with this like Not open, but very near the beginning of the movie. There's this long take of labor into childbirth. And I had not read the synopsis, so I did not know the outcome of the childbirth. Like, I had absolutely no idea. Um, And that scene is so fucking intense. And Vanessa Kirby is, like, so good in it. I was completely enthralled. And then the movie spent every other minute after that convincing me to docket stars. (laughs) Like... I feel like this movie starts incredibly strong and it goes downhill so quick. Um, and in the end, I, I felt really torn. Like, I think the Vanessa Kirby is great in this movie. Shia LaBeouf is doing just his Shia LaBeouf thing. <laughs> like, I feel like they don't even write characters like this. They're just like, hey, you do you. Remember how you're, like, aggressive, but in a kind of, like, weird, you might go on a rant about spirituality way? Like, just be that guy for, <laughs> for a while. Um, and everyone else is just kind of, like, nothing to me in this movie like they don't really get a chance to play a clear role and I feel like it It gets very emotionally manipulative and the character dynamics are super muddied and I don't know it, it, it went from being I thought fantastic in the first 20 or 30 minutes to being like aggravating how quickly they were torpedoing these characters I, I just feel like there are so many scenes in this movie where people they have arguments that I wouldn't believe they would have or unpleasant things happen just to kind of heap misery on the characters, and it. I I feel so conflicted because I was so into the opening of this movie. Uh, like, it's like I think that long take on its own is one of the best things I saw at TIFF probably, and the rest of it would probably be the worst thing I saw at TIFF at least in terms of my emotional reaction to it, and I just found it i don't know complicated and it it didn't know what tone it wanted to strike like it it was kind of filmed in a very showy way even when the moments weren't justifying the showiness like close-ups on the characters faces and like long shots trying to set tone and ambiance that i didn't think were really deserved and i I don't know I, i just didn't believe the story i didn't believe the way the characters behave and i found it Frustrating in the end But I kept remembering The beginning And being like This was such a good movie Um, Yeah I'm very confused About this movie I want to know How you feel (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah I mean You you said that The first uh, 30 minutes Of this film um, Made you think Four stars Um, The first 30 minutes Of this film Made me think Five stars I I was like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. This is fucking amazing. Um, I was like ugly crying. Like I knew exactly where it was going and it was upsetting that it was taking 30 minutes to get there. Like I was like, okay, I I know what we're going to do here. And I was like, oh, you're just going to fucking in real time draw this out for me. This is fucking harrowing. This is like just the acting was amazing. The emotions of it felt raw and like true. And I was just like, geez, this this is going to be my favorite film of the festival. Like, sorry, Nomadland. This is going to be like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, I mean, for the first of all, like not only is it a 30 minute scene at the end of it, but then after the scenes over, you get that, you get the title for the film pieces of a woman. It's like yeah. they wait that fucking long. Just it's like yours yeah it's 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 amazing i I know there's other films that I can't think of off the top of my head right now that get pretty far in before they show you like the title of the film, but just I just Even one like, night in Miami did then it also okay um but but I feel like just sitting with what you just sat and then being like, this is like just black screen, white text, pieces of a woman, this is yeah. what you're in for and I was just like, jesus Christ, this film just wrecked me in 30 minutes with one of the best scenes I've ever seen um and literally from the second the next title card comes up which is some arbitrary number of weeks later and we catch up with Vanessa Kirby walking into her office um I just really didn't understand what this film was even trying to I mean I I get what it was trying to do is it was trying to be like look at this relationship devolve um because of this event that just took place but I I I'll, I'll just say it. I thought this film was stupid. Like it it's it's amazing to me how little there is once we get through that that opening. Like that opening was so amazing and then when it goes on from there, like there there's a court trial that's supposedly going to take place and the character who should be driving the court trial Kind of is absent from it and doesn't really care and we see news things on the tv and family members of this character are talking about this trial But we have no context for it or what's happening um, and There's a lawyer or a prosecutor. I should say who is who's trying to uh do something and like love love that actress she's great but the problem is She's clearly not a fucking lawyer <laughs> and nobody who wrote this script knows anything about law because it would be like if like Stephen if uh, if I was trying to like I don't know sue you for taking my podcasting microphone it'd be like ladies and gentlemen of the jury uh, I had a microphone and now I don't do you think that I shouldn't have a microphone anymore I rest my case. And it, yep. it it was like every single scene is just stupid, and it doesn't make sense. Like there was never a point in this movie where I was like, "Yeah, they should get that woman." Like I would, like I was literally right, never. Yeah, of course,
1: it, it, it's clearly a frivolous suit, and I think like it, it could be interesting if it was like this person tried, but they were unqualified or made a bad judgment call, blah blah blah. But like the movie doesn 't even want to live in that procedural realm long enough to make you think about the case it 's all this like brooding relationship in disarray, which would be okay, but then it decides it 's a courtroom movie all of a sudden and yeah. It, yeah, that combo is just so weird
0: but like like i, I wasn 't the biggest fan of flight uh, when we reviewed that, uh, but in that film, there are groups of people trying to prove <laughs> whether <laughs> what Denzel did with the plane was the appropriate thing for him to do right <laughs> like yeah like it was it was like hey uh what <laughs> like hey i know you saved everybody but also you did a barrel roll with uh an airliner um we need to investigate whether that was the appropriate thing to do in sully right and Sully is like hey i know you saved everybody but you also landed a plane in the fucking hudson we gotta figure out if that was appropriate for you to do. And and like in all these scenarios, when somebody is being, uh, getting in trouble legally for potential, uh, reckless endangerment or wrongful death or anything like that, there is an investigation that takes place where there is evidence presented and expert witnesses who will talk about the situation. From what I can tell, there was never anything... (laughs) This was just a court case that was going to happen. They showed up the day of and they just like gave some evidence and I I couldn't believe it. And also, when you're done, when you're done with a witness, I'm uh, first of all, I'm not a lawyer, but I've watched a lot of law television. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure
1: I've seen a couple seasons of suits (laughs) in my day.
0: I'm pretty sure when you're done with a witness, you say. No further questions, your honor. You don't say I rest my case. (laughs) Right. It just didn't fucking make any sense. Oh, I couldn't believe it. And and also like the way they try to like complicate the relationships and stuff like that. I just, it was immediately, it was immediately apparent that this film was going to be extremely melodramatic, which is weird because the, the beginning was so authentic. And then everything after that was just complete trash and i kind of like never really cared what was going on and in weird scenes where like you know vanessa Kirby is like trying to forget that the child ever existed and charlotte buff is like no i need to remember this child like i never felt what i was supposed to because i all i felt was the lack of um i don't know the lack of something like you can't have a beginning that is that great (laughs) if the rest of your film is just going to fall flat and that's kind of just what i felt like it did
1: Yeah. No, I I felt that too. And the thing is, I think I've probably seen a movie about this before, about how loss hurts a relationship, like two people, you know, when people lose a child, it often does end in them splitting up because it's just really difficult to go through that. And eventually they, you know, they just remind each other of the loss and so they can't be together. And I, I was ready for this movie to take me there, right? Like, Vanessa Kirby and Shia LaBeouf would start out being very close and comforting each other and then slowly they would grow to resent each other but the the movie really like from the moment that title card drops it's just like oh they hate each other now um yeah. and it 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 feels like this movie was just so interested in the big melodramatic moments it it didn't care about bringing us along with the characters it was just like look now they are hateful now they're angry at each other they can't look at each other anymore let's look at other terrible things too. And I I haven't seen any other movies by the, the director, Cornel Mundrux. He's like a, I'm sure, I can't pronounce Hungarian names, but he's a Hungarian dude who did like White God and a, a few other things. And I have no idea what his style is, but I it feels like just very showy. And frankly, this was another one of those things, not to get all like identity politics or whatever, but like, i didn 't love that a man was directing this movie when when like this is the subject matter it 's mining for melodrama, but it was written by his partner katya Weber, so like it it might come from a personal place like i don't want to discount that this could be like a a real look at grief that two people really went through, you know so the reality of this situation i 'm sure is terrible, very painful. The movie though just felt so manipulative and over the top, and nowhere was this more clear to me than a a Thanksgiving scene. Where Ellen Burstyn, at some point in the middle of them arguing about the court case, goes like, "When I was in the Holocaust, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that
1: was I, I, I you know God, I was what like, I did. You, k- I lifted my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me, movie? Like now you're bringing in the Holocaust. Like this is this is just not how a real person would behave in this situation. <laughs> and yeah. it, it it just really." it annoyed me how much it was willing to just like mine the worst possible things that could happen to people for melodrama. It it just seemed very cheap and lazy and not deserving of the amazing opening 30 minutes and the amazing, per- like I think Vanessa Kirby is good all throughout this movie. I just think her character makes no sense and she has nothing to react to, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's all just like, she is a kind of numb shell who is trying to get over this thing and the world around her is not letting her get over it but yeah i honestly think like this movie would be way better if it were short that just were that 30 minutes and then maybe had some kind of grace note at the end to feel a little cathartic and then just ended and was like this is a 40 minute movie we've talked about grief the end you know
0: yeah and i I think too one of the things that bugs me in general about the character of the mother who is very much, you know, Shia LaBeouf is not, or you're too good for Shia LaBeouf. Um, and he doesn't deserve you. And I really wish this relationship wasn't a thing. Um, the thing I'm most annoyed about her is like, not only was that Holocaust story already over overly dramatic, but on top of that, all we know about her up until this point is that she's rich. And then we get that story Hmm. And we find out that the reason she's rich is because she could have died and she had to save herself by lifting her head. So the rest of her life, she always lifted her head and got rich. But like, I'm pretty sure they never say what she ever did. <laughs> or or how she has any of that money or anything like that. So it's not like it's not like she's an amazing businesswoman and Vanessa Kirby was going to like take over the family company and instead decided she wanted to have a baby with a bridge builder. Like that, mm. that, I, I don't know I, th- th- there's no there's no connection there to like kind of explain where that difference comes from and I just I kind of like I can I can only take so much melodramaticness um but also when you're using that melodrama to, like, push forward a narrative that you haven't filled out yet, it kind of just makes me that much more mad at what you're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely felt that. I did, you mentioned the bridge builder, and I did kind of like the, there's a little um, motif that they use about a bridge being built over the Charles. And I, I thought that was in a better movie. I would have liked that a lot. Like it's a good way to signify, you know, time and something coming together versus people coming apart. Um, here, it really just made me wish for a better
0: movie. Uh, I, I, I also, I, I also don't oh, like ahead. that with, with the time jumps, it always felt like arbitrary amounts of time. Like it's like mm-hmm. 30 minutes, three ish weeks later, then it's like, 4 weeks later and then it's like 8 months later and then it's like it, it just it never felt like it wasn't like this film would have honestly just worked better if it was like the attempted baby birth and then it's like fall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what i mean and then it's like spring and like 500 days of bummer <laughs> yeah <laughs> it it would just made more sense if they did something with these random time jumps instead of just being like, see how this relationship is fucked now. Um, so yeah, I just didn't, mm. man, it was such, it literally was, was such a bummer.
1: Yeah. I, I was going to say too, I was really happy to see Jimmy fails in this because it's the first time I've seen him in anything since, uh, last black man in San Francisco, but I don't even remember what his character did now. Like I just remember that he was in the movie and I was like, Hey, that's Jimmy.
0: His, his character, uh, Uses her computer in her office to watch training videos, and then
1: oh yeah 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 that's right (laughs)
0: and then and then yeah drinks a little bit (laughs) later Mm -hmm. on. (laughs) You're right. I remember. Yeah. It's oh man, I really, I was so sad by the end of it. Like I was emotionally wrecked by the beginning of this film, and then I was just sad and depressed at how bad the film turned out by the end of it.
1: (laughs) Yep. Agreed. (laughs) <laughs>
0: any last thoughts steven
1: no I, I i don't know put this cast in a better movie i, I still like the ensemble in principle yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> i do like um i i believe uh shia labeouf is like a a sober dude that's like a little much but tries to be pleasant. And I feel like him making conversation over Thanksgiving dinner, trying to talk about like rock bands and the strokes. Like, yeah, sure. Yep. The Bucky's, keys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> like I like the kind of like crazy energy that he brings to these characters. Yeah. I did not enjoy the, um, there's one intimate scene in this movie that made me very uncomfortable. And I, <laughs> I know it's supposed to make me uncomfortable, but I really not a fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah what do you say steve when we get to our verdicts for this film then sure all right if you were gonna say must see recommend of the caveat wait for until pass with a caveat or a must avoid what would you give it
1: i'm giving pass with a caveat only because a movie with this good and opening 30 minutes needs to have a caveat attached to it <laughs> um caveat is obvious uh, the beginning of this movie is fantastic And the lead actress is great. Um, The rest of the movie is manipulative and aggravating. And I did not like it at all. Um, I think this was my least favorite movie of the festival. So there you go. Possibly the best scene of the festival and my least favorite movie. (laughs) So that is a very frustrating (laughs) film.
0: Well, it wasn't my least favorite (laughs) film of the festival. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that later. (laughs) Yep. But I'm also going to give this a pass with a caveat. Um, the caveat for me is that once this is available on some free streaming platform, um, you should grab like a pint of ice cream and a blanket uh, <laughs> and just yeah. like chow down for 30 minutes while you watch this like emotionally wrecking uh, opening 30 minutes. And as soon as you see the title of the film, uh, you can just uh, boop, boop, uh, click away mm-hmm. and then be done because... This is is the equivalent of your viral How I Met Your Mother tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that is going to do it for our review of Pieces of a Woman. Um, Stephen Miller, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that?
1: People can find me at twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com.
0: People can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so on Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. If you want to know the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning, Facebook.com slash or Instagram.com slash warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at TheSpoilerWarning.com or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will likely be the jingle to uh, the uh, 2019 Toronto International Film Festival. So hopefully you're enjoying that. And uh, yeah, we're going to take off. We have one last film to review and it's going to be a doozy. (laughs) Yep. Bye.
1: This is Canadian content and it's time we take credit for it. Starting now. Oh, Oh, Canada.